family. She died here. Gotta get ready. Got a doctor's appointment to get those test results. But uh, the prepper just uploaded this about 15 minutes ago. It's 13 minutes and 50 seconds. Hope you enjoy it. Some breaking news coming from the war in Ukraine. The Ukrainian army says they have destroyed a Russian S-400 air defense system in Crimea. This system is worth $1.2 billion. First, they say suicide drones hit the radars and then different cruise missiles took out the rest. Now, Russia is reportedly furious and they are struggling on the front lines with this sort of loss. This isn't just a tank taken out. It's not just an armored vehicle and it's not just the pawns of war, the men that are sitting in the trenches. This is money that they are losing. And so there's going to be a counteroffensive to this and we can expect an escalation in the next couple of days. The U.S. Navy's retired and still very much respected Rear Admiral Studeman, he is quoted as warning the Navy and all incoming participant, uh, participants that there is, quote, a greater chance that China will convert to a usage of military action today because they are just all around Taiwan. And he says, continuing this quote, that they are so close, they can convert at any time. Now, this is something that I've talked to you about on this channel, and that China is ready, and they don't spend this type of money, spend these types of human resources and work to keep ships and jets in the air almost 24 hours a day without being ready to go and take Taiwan. They're playing a game right now, and what they're waiting for is the rest of the world to become complacent with the fact that they are spending millions of dollars and using millions, maybe even hundreds of thousands of man hours as the individuals take part in these daily exercises and sorties. They are going to be ready to go literally any day. Today could be the day. Tomorrow could be the day. They're just waiting for that opportunity in hopes that the United States of America and Taiwan allies are caught off guard. In uh, light of this, dozens of Chinese warplanes, 10 different Chinese ships, have been detected around Taiwan in the last 24, uh, 24 to 36 hours. Authorities say that after Thursday's warning that Beijing was conducting new air and sea drills <laughs> in the Western Pacific, China claimed that Taiwan, a self-ruled territory, is its land, and that relations have soured since the island's independence-leaning president came to power. China says that in recent years, they have ratcheted up the diplomatic and military pressure on the country, and that a number of warplane flights around the island are increasing dramatically, showing that we are ready to take, says China, Taiwan back into the fold at any moment. The Defense Ministry of Taiwan said that 68 different Chinese aircraft and 10 different vessels were detected near the island. They say that some of these planes were heading to an unspecified area in the Western Pacific. And they're doing this to conduct joint sea, air, and training exercise missions with China's Shandong aircraft carrier. Now, this is one of two operational aircraft carriers in the Chinese fleet. It was detected around 60 nautical miles, which is around 110 kilometers southeast of Taiwan, heading toward the Western Pacific. Now, Japan's defense ministry say that they have detected their own number of ships, including frigates, destroyers, combat support ships, and the Shandong. 
These were sailing through the waters just 400 miles south of one of the Japanese islands east of Taiwan. It has been confirmed that jets and helicopters are taking off. They're landing in the area of the Shandong, and China's military has been tasked to develop new capabilities to take over that island country. Experts say that those military exercises are ready and developed in practice right now with those capabilities, and we should expect the trend to continue with growing pressure. Now, James Char, he's a research fellow at Singapore's Nanyang Technological University. He says that China's military activity around Taiwan, particularly the aerial incursions or the daily sorties in the island's air defense identification zone, are regular, regular occurrences now, and that we can be ready for these occurrences to turn from an exercise into an act of war in any 24-hour period. He says we can't have exceptions here. They are ready to take out Taiwanese territorial airspace. Vladimir Putin of Russia has said that Donald Trump is being persecuted and pursued for political reasons. In a quote, a translated quote, he says, it shows the rottenness of the American political system. They cannot, he speaks of America, pretend to reach or teach us about democracy. And that is being done in front of the U.S. public and the world. He continues that quote, saying they, speaking of us, simply expose their internal problems. The European Parliament recognized the Belarusian leader of Lukashenko as being involved in the war against Ukraine. They called on the International Criminal Court to issue a new warrant for his arrest. Now, back inside of the USA in the southern state of Georgia, the governor to that state declared a state of emergency because of 40-year high inflation, negative economic conditions, and hardworking Americans feeling the pressure of what's coming. As part of the declaration, there is a temporary suspension of the state's tax on motor and locomotive fuel. It's said to provide direct relief to families. The executive order goes into effect this week. We're seeing it remain in effect uh, for multiple days. Consumers expect the suspension to begin impacting their prices. And you can read the executive order saying that from runaway federal spending to policies that hamstring domestic energy production, they speak of Bidenomics, which is what they're calling the failed state of our economy, has done to make money or take money out of the pockets of the middle class. That's directly from the U.S. Governor Brian Kemp. The quote continues that while high prices continue to hit family budgets, Hard-working Americans, he speaks of Georgians, deserve real relief. That's why he signed an executive order to deliver it directly to them at the pump. They say they are working with partners in the General Assembly. They're going to continue working with Georgians. Now, according to an analysis from Moody's Analytics, Americans are spending almost $800 more per month every month than they did two years ago. The suspension of the excise tax is expected to save Georgians, 31 cents per gallon of gasoline and 35 per, uh, cents per gallon of diesel. Now, when this was suspended from March to December, it saved the people in the state $1.7 billion. Now, here's a real warning coming to you directly from us here at Full Spectrum Survival. This warning is that we are seeing oil prices spike at a time that inflation is higher than we have ever paid for our groceries and our services. This is a concern because oil prices are supposed to be purposefully tamped or dampened down right now. 
because they are spiking, we might see over $100 per barrel of oil in the next six months. That is going to be directly pushed into your cost of living. Everything that you get from the electricity that goes to your house, the parts that keep your air conditioner and refrigerator running, the food that you are going to eat today, what clothes that you're wearing, and the fuel that goes into your car. Everything will be affected. Now they're saying we are at a realistic 20 to 30% increase in groceries. Now imagine if that becomes 45%. Back out in the world, Germany has proposed the creation of a quoted winter air defense shield. They say that this is necessary as Russia moves in to take maybe even over other countries after Ukraine. Right now, the Russian president, Vladimir Putin, is being quoted as saying that he admits the British intelligence agencies are acting <coughs> at the behest or at the ruling of the U.S. government. The leadership, he says, of the British intelligence services knows that he is telling the truth on this. What do you think about that? Do you think that America is really running the game here in a war against Russia? Do you think it's part of a larger NATO operation? What do you think Russia is going to do about it as they see a fight against multiple countries. Total U.S. crude oil inventories, including the Strategic Petroleum Reserve, fell below 800 million barrels. You want to know when the last time this happened? 1985. Again, almost daily, we see we are seeing a visible recollection of the years 1984 and 1985, and it feels like we're being trolled here because that is a year that was talked about in a hardship fictional story for the American people, for people all over the world. A time when tyranny was mixed with so much economic hardship, people literally were unable to do anything without government oversight. Now we are seeing a daily change in our way of life, our cost of living. The SPR has just 46 days worth of supply in its reserves, an all-time low. Just three years ago, we had almost 100, so almost 100% more than our current levels. Now, why do we keep seeing this happen? We also saw some images recently that a statue of the Soviet secret police founder has been resurrected in the Russian city of Moscow. This is a statue of the founder of the secret police. He is uh, suspected of being the sole purpose, the sole reason, for thousands and thousands, tens of thousands of deaths at the hands of the secret police there. What we are starting to see is a reversion or a going back to old Soviet times. Now in a voice clip of the Russian government <coughs> operative and foreign minister, Sergei Lavrov, he has said that, quote, if you, speaking mostly to Americans and NATO countries, cannot sleep because of the Russian-Ukrainian conflict, there are some advises to calm you down. He says in a quote, imagine this is happening in the Middle East. Imagine Ukraine is Palestine. Imagine Russia is the United States. Here we have countries calling America out for the wars that we have taken part of or started in our past. Is this any different than the Russian and Ukrainian conflict? It is a little bit for its result. You see, if the biggest bully on the block does something and no one stands up to him, he's going to get away with it. That's what happened in the past. What's happening right now is Russia is not the biggest bully, and NATO is there saying stop. When Russia does not stop, and in fact, if they reach over and go into Poland, if Belarus goes into another country, 
that's when we're going to see nuclear conflict. Speaking of nuclear, the head of the nuclear watchdog, the IAEA, has warned that the rest of the world is losing all of its interest in ceasing or stopping Iran's nuclear progress, including the drive to have a nuclear weapon. This is a reminder, the IAEA chief or leader says, that ultimately Israel might have to face Iran alone. Countries across Europe are buying gold, including Poland, who's buying it like there's no tomorrow. The country of Poland has tripled their gold reserves. Why do you think this is? It's because as countries lose money, they go to war. The dollars that you have in your pocket are going to be worth less. They're going to be not even worth the fire, the fuel that they will burn to give you heat at night. And so people are turning to commodities, to food, to the real things that they're going to need if no one's coming to help them. As people in this community, I am hoping that you are getting prepared to the best of your ability. I had somebody watch a video last night that spoke out to me and it was a, a friend of mine and he said, you know, I have these tools at my disposal, these tools at home. Speaking of his preparedness, I want to remind you that it is the tools that you have and the skills that you possess that will give you advantage during what's coming. You have to build on each one of those things this week, whether it's getting out and doing a little bit of camping, walking at night and scoping out some areas, taking a bead on what's happening around you. We have to come to the understanding that our world as we knew it ended a couple of years ago. And now we have to make a strong foundation for what's coming next. Thank you guys for being here with us today and every day. Full Spectrum Survival on YouTube. Subscribe to us on YouTube. Leave a comment on this, today's video. You'll reply to someone else's comment and you'll be doing us a big favor in the community. From my family to yours, please stay safe and keep watching. All right, I've got a little bit of breaking news here for you on the evening of Friday, the 15th of September. We see the Ukrainian Security Service, also known as the SBU. They are confirming that a Chechen strongman, he is in critical condition. He has been placed into a coma with a serious illness. We are also seeing on the open source intelligence forums and some of the information feeds that we follow that this may have been a purposeful poisoning. Now, I can't speak on the validity of that, but what I do know is that we were talked to a couple of days ago about something serious, something major happening with Russia. And this is a spokesperson who is a strongman for Russia, the Chechen, basically, leader. He is now in a coma in what could be a poison-induced critical illness. Now, if he is taken out, the falling apart of the leadership hierarchy or the structure there is going to cross over into what Russia does next. We are just seeing too many Russians who don't support the war, too many Belarusians who don't support the war, too many people in other European countries who speak out against NATO being taken out for this not to be some sort of larger, maybe even uh, purposeful poisoning illness distribution set apart through the NATO alliance. Now, if this is happening, you can bet that it is going to be Russia that turns around and does the exact same things to us, 
So when you start seeing, and we have seen recently, a couple of the commanding positions of the U.S. military have been switched around, have been taken out, they've been kind of put out of service. Is this purposeful? Is it something that they have had to do with this Russian conflict? That we don't know. But what we see is that there is a larger war brewing. So the SBU spokesperson has told the Ukrainian media outlets and Western outlets that the leader of Chechnya is in critical condition. In a quote, they say, the information is confirmed by various sources in multiple areas of medical and political circles. A representative of Ukraine's military intelligence branch first reported on this information to say, quote, there is information that the war criminal Remember, they're calling him a war criminal, and in fact, he is a very harsh leader and one that doesn't have any problems or qualms with going to blood over what they consider to be a righteous act or the right move forward. They said he is in a serious condition, and now they're blaming it out in the open on diseases that have worsened and caused this condition. But we have seen some video from him recently. No indication that he had any sort of declining health issues, no real overt or out in the open problems, unlike the president of Russia, Vladimir Putin, who we have seen have some clinical conditions come out in the open that you can't pass off through video or photography. Same thing with the USA. Joe Biden cannot, for the life of this old man, sit through a unscripted conference and not trip up on his words. Now, I have people, I've helped people who have some sort of condition that does affect their memory, does affect their ability to cognitively process the things that are going on around them, and they get passed through these different like fairy lanes. Now, this is what's happening to Biden. So here we have leaders of the world. They are all in ill health, and they have access to nuclear weapons, and they hate each other, and quite frankly, they hate you. If they didn't hate you, they wouldn't allow these corrupt corporations to basically make you into a modern slave. They allow you to work away 33 to 43% of your waking life. No, actually your entire life. Because if you'll remember, you spend about a third of your life in sleep. That's the rest you need to be strong enough to wake up and work again. You spend about another third of your life doing the chores that are needed to continue your life. Going to the grocery store, getting the car washed, whatever it might be. And then you spend the remaining third, which has now become a little bit more than that, in servitude to the global economy. Now, if you were to switch things up and go back a couple thousand years, sure, you would be working on your farm, killing your land, taking care of your animals, but they would be yours. Right now, we are in service to corporations who know exactly what they're doing. These mega conglomerates who are out there creating these chemical pharmaceuticals know that they're not healing people. They know they're in this for profit. We see all of these problems, and yet we are running the world with old men. Something has to give. Going back to the Chechen leader, they say his ill health is not due to injury. It's not about injuries, another quote says. Other details require additional clarification. Now they say for a long time, they were talking about systemic health problems with him. For the past, past few days, they warned he has been in some sort of medically induced coma. Now let me tell you, when they say it wasn't because of poisoning, 
that's when immediately you need to start to think, well, was it? When they tell you it was because of poisoning, you need to go, hmm, was it? We have to question the general narrative of what we, be, we are being told at every turn. And honestly, that sucks. It sucks to be in that position as a human, an intelligent human, which I know that you are, to know what's going on in this world and to be able to say, are they really ever telling me the truth? And I don't think they are. They're telling you their version of the truth. Their version of the truth, once you locked into that cycle of a third of your life being given away to servitude, and a third of your life being given away into services, those services like Netflix, like an automatic car wash, like the lawnmowing service, like Uber, those services, again, feed into the beast of corrupt corporations and conglomerates. This is a much bigger problem, and we see the unraveling now because of a world economic war. So when we used to think about World War III, we would go, man, that sucks. The nukes are going to fly, dust up in the air, everybody's done. No, instead, our version right now is one where it's not just a war against governments. It's a war that has you as a casualty. Your casualty is not that you lose your life in this war, at least not overnight. Your casualty instead is that you suffer. Now, the people on front lines where they are pushing soldiers through their villages, through their homes, through their neighborhoods, their one-time beautiful, beautiful neighborhoods in Ukraine are now just pocked, marked with war. That sucks. But another suffering individual is you. Because of this conflict and what we are allowing them to do, you have to work two jobs. You are maybe one of the millions of people who now have a mortgage where when you pay your monthly payment, you actually add more to your mortgage total debt. How is it that we have allowed such a corrupt system to continue to exist without anybody out there standing up and saying no? The problem is we let them get too big. And the banks that were too big to fail were just the beginning. And then it became a bigger issue. And so we see what's happening with this Kremlin loyalist. He's nicknamed, of course, Putin's soldier or Putin's attack dog. He's deployed troops to Ukraine. He's aided the Russian president, Vladimir Putin. Just July of this year, he sent a detachment of Chechen troops to fight in some of the most grim and some of the deadliest fighting that this war has seen. The detachment signed a contract with Russia's military of defense. This was in contrast to the Wagner Group. They protested having these mercenaries sign on. So I want to know your thoughts down in the comment box, because to me, this is breaking news because it sets us in a new direction. We start to see now that this is something larger at play. Chinese spies being caught. American spies being caught. Now, I want to ask you something. When those people's homes burned in Hawaii, the U.S. government said, you know what? We're going to send them all $700. And within a seven-day period, they said, you know what? We're going to send tens of billions of dollars over to Ukraine. These are not American citizens. But what we see is a larger picture. I can look and I can see the forest beyond the trees. The trees sucked and they're all burning and they really suck. But the forest beyond them, that sucks even more. That's where disease runs in the air. 
And we can know right now, because of what Russia has said, because of what the U.S. has admitted to, because of what NATO is willing to do, we have a real threat of a biological, a chemical, and a nuclear conflict. And this threat sits right on our horizon. And with it comes tidings of some of the illest times that we will ever experience. Now, we as individuals can create our own buffer. And that's what we're looking to do. We can create a fire break so that the fire when it gets close to our house can't quite lick onto our home. And so instead, we get a little bit of extra food. We get maybe some good old ammunition. We get some uh, tools for making fires, water purification. We do these things to reduce our reliance, our servitude toward them. We help ourselves because they will not help us. I hope that you're going to continue prepping and continue being ready to do what you need to when the time comes. From my family to yours, please stay safe and keep watch. Town where the dust is so toxic that the city will vacuum your attic for free. The things we test for are arsenic and lead. And a pair of gloves and... Oh no, it's World War V up in here. Oh no, dude, I'm giving you the business. I'm giving you the business. You're not gonna sit up here and just walk off with that. I'm giving you the business. You ain't gonna do anything. You're not gonna get to do anything. Mark my words. I'm not telling you that it's going to be a quote-unquote messy divorce. What I'm telling you is that she is going to make sure, hey, dude, this, both of us, this is going to cost both of us. It ain't going to just cost me. This is going to cost both of us. On account of the fact that I don't get to go back to my people. They'll all be sitting there. We told you not to get with that nigga. We told you not to do that. That's what her folks going to say. We told you not to do that. We told you that was a stupid idea. We told you that was a bad idea. We told you you always been messed up in the head. We told you not to do that. We often did that anyway. Family's going to be like, yeah, you're on your own. The community's going to be like, yeah, you're on your own. Who are the Vietnamese men who are such hip-hop fans? They're going to follow up behind Young Jeezy. Who's going to do that? Who is? It's a life lesson to be learned here. However, you might disagree. Therefore, the telephone lines are now open. And the number is 646-787-1933. That's 646-787-1933. Your personal access code to the program that all your favorite YouTubers love to hate watch. This is the one. Also going to go ahead and put up the link to Zoom in the chat room there. We'll go ahead and put the link to that up as well. So you all can go ahead and join us over there. Remember that we do give preferential treatment to Zoom. So if you do call in on Zoom, we do give preferential treatment. You do get priority. However, just remember you have to have your camera and your microphone on if you're going to be on Zoom. That's all you need to do. Sit back, smile, and dial, and do as you do here. 
I also want to thank everyone who's contributed for tonight's program on PayPal, Cash App, Super Chat. Well, not PayPal, it's to a fight with them. So until we get that straight now, uh, Cash App, Super Chat, Venmo, thank you very much for your support. Famously, Blacker, as always, thank you very much for your support. I appreciate that. I see you even sneaking around there. You're not as bad as Icy Kitty is, though. You're not as bad as she is just yet. So I'll just keep that in mind. You're not as bad as she is. All right, we're going to go ahead and here. By the way, remember, as always, folks will wait until the last minute to go on the phone lines and then they get mad when I shut the program down. You have the opportunity to call in early. So you can take advantage of it, be there or be scared. All right, we'll pin the link to the Zoom top of the chat room. We got that up there. And we're going to go ahead and get to the phone lines. The number is 646-787-1933. That's 646-787-1933. Your personal access code to the business. Let's go ahead and see if we have a caller from area code 914. You're on live with the business. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Call from area code 914. Last try. You're on live. <clears throat> yeah, my name is Al Crawford, Rochelle. Okay, he is smoking dope right now. We'll come back to him later. Call America code 615. You're on live with the business. What's your name? You can call it from. What's going on? This is the number one starter calling from Nashville, Tennessee. All right, number one from Nashville. What's on your mind? Yeah, man. So I can't say that I'm necessarily shocked to hear this news about Jeezy and, uh, and, and, and his soon to be ex-wife but honestly it's like what you said uh, a few moments ago um as a brother who has experience um dating asian women um you find asian women who have tattoos on them i mean um bro that's the wrong move that's just the wrong move that's a red flag right um that they are not a traditional woman a traditional asian woman um, and then the fact that she was all in the media doing all that talking and being involved in influencing, it was only a matter of time before, you know, Jeezy was probably going to be like, you know, a lot of the stuff you're saying and, 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 and promoting on TV is against my personal code. I'm not going to speak on anything in particular, but we all know, you know, what the corporate media is promoting. And, uh, and I think she, I, I personally saw, uh, episodes of shows that she was on when she was supporting a lot of that stuff. And I was just always thinking in the back of my mind, I wonder what Jeezy thinks about that. But I guess we know. I guess we know now. Well, here's the thing. And you understand like I understand. A lot of fellas out there, they think they're going to pull a slick move and raise their status because they're going to get an exotic chick. She's not black. She's not white. white. Males who don't have any accomplishments are always looking for a female to be their accomplishment. So then it's like, okay, he doesn't have any money, he doesn't have any status, he doesn't have anything going for himself, or he's not really highly respected among his peers. Let's go see if we can pull a slick move and get some sexual power. So then we start talking about low-hanging fruit. Now let's just keep it real. When you see an Asian chick, a Middle Eastern chick, Indian chick with tattoos, you know what you're dealing with. She's the low-hanging fruit among the group. They don't do that. And we shouldn't be either. By the way, you know us already. She's a low-hanging fruit. Here's the problem. If she's willing to take over with you, 
She's not the low hanging fruit. You are. You are. Right. And there's the thing that fellas don't want to acknowledge. By the way, if this chick who's all tatted up and is always hanging with black men, by the way, if she is willing to take you, eh, she's not the low hanging fruit. You are. And she's only talking to you if she can hide the association, wait for an Asian man or a white man of some means to come along, or if she's just totally toe up from the blow up, in that case, then she's like, okay, well, let me see what I can get. And these fellas are unsuspecting, totally unsuspecting. Now, some folks will try to sit up here and be slick and talk about South Asian. It doesn't make any damn difference. It doesn't make a difference about Southern Asian, Vietnam, and Cambodia, and Thailand, and Philippines, all that mess. That doesn't matter. It's never mattered. They just like to sit up here and play game, hit games with themselves. You know what them folks really think. You know what them folks really about. You're looking for a sexual conquest. All I'm saying, I'm not even going to judge you for that necessarily. What I am going to say is, by the way, don't get confused. Don't confuse yourself into thinking that you've crossed out of black society because you haven't. Well, I would say, I would say the main thing is that um, by the time, if I'm not mistaken, they've been married for what, like, uh, what, 10 years or something like that? Two years. Two years. Um, the previous husband was 10. This is two. Okay. So I was going to say, essentially, in her culture, you know, she was speaking on it a few moments ago, you know, that her family, her people was like, don't come back here after you done did all this. Um, you know, they probably, after her first marriage, uh, you know, failed, were just like, they just wanted any man to take her. Yeah, I mean, what's happened? Think about that for a few moments. They're just trying to offload her at some point because they realize once she's gotten in her 30s, your mama knows if you messed up. And once you've gotten in your 30s, it's like she knows that there's not going to be any radical transformations. That's not going to occur. What you see is what you get. What you get is what you got. And that's the way it's going to be. This is it. This is it. She's not really a traditional Asian female in that manner. You got the chick who's been Americanized. You got her. But because of that, she's disaffected. Look it up. Because of that, she's going to be dealing with issues in that. And you need to ask yourself and be serious with yourself about what those issues are. You got to be honest with yourself. Look, here's the bottom line. Fellas need to be honest with themselves about when they like hoes. And then they need to be sensible with themselves and just say, okay, this is all it's going to be. You got to have some discipline. Here's the problem. When we like to talk about it with females, but the truth is when men stay in bed with certain females long enough, they get lost in the woods. And all of a sudden, they start, they start coming out confused. Telling themselves that hoes can be housewives, telling themselves that it can that she can be more than that, that I can change her. That is the single biggest lie or misconception that a man can tell himself is that he can change a female. Every female in here is shaking her head right now saying, I'll be damned. There's not a single female listening to me right now who thinks that a man can change her. Not a single one. Not one. 
even the ones who tell you that they do, the truth of the matter is she thinks she's already what that man, even if it's a guy she really wants to be with, she thinks she's already what he needs. She doesn't think that she needs to make any real changes. She thinks I'm already what he needs. I'm already good enough to be with him. The only change I need to make is to change his mind. That's the only change I need to make. Fellas don't want to accept that. Fellas don't want to accept that. So I'm a big believer, man. If you if you like to deal with hoes, do what you do, but you better keep your head on straight about what the hell this really is. Fellas get confused. Next thing you know, they get babies, they get married, then they get played, and then they get emptied out. I'll let you have the last word. You know, I just really feel like, you know, I, this is an inevitable. Um, she's obviously a modern female. She's obviously a feminist. Uh, she's obviously a supporter of the uh, gender confusion. So, you know, all I can say is uh, I didn't know a lot about this lady before she looked up with Jeezy. But knowing what I know now, I think uh, he, he pulled the best move uh, for Jeezy. Here. Well, you mean as far as divorce? Yes. I mean, because because ultimately business, I feel like I feel like if he would have stayed in this, um, he would have been he would have been changed as a person. Again, I don't know, you know, I just don't know, uh, you know, about his life like that. We never know what's going on behind closed doors. But I really just feel like when men link up with women who increasingly pile on uh, the modern femaleness, the modern femininity, that a man has to make a choice at a uh, at a certain point. And am I gonna am I gonna relent to this and be happy happy wife happy life type, or am I gonna stand on my square and 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 have to make some hard decisions? And I think that's what Jeezy did. I think he could have relented and he could have became, you know, the, the, the Sim King. But I think he made a decision that he just wasn't going down that road and that he needed yeah. to go his own way. Yeah, but, but dude, here's the problem. The problem is you already, yeah, we're going to get smart two years later. I mean, at this point now, you've already given her the leverage she needs. Yeah, you haven't been married to her long enough for alimony to necessarily be an issue. You haven't been married to her long enough for that. Sure. But now she's got the kid. And that's it. Now that she's got that. True. Ask Tyrese how that's going. Ask Kevin Costner yeah. how that's going. We can go down the list. You ask them how that's going. She already knows the she already knows the hustle. I got the kid now. We ain't dealing with a fellow working in General Mills or General Motors. We're dealing with Jesus. Oh, that's it. Every time he comes up, the more he builds, the more she gets access to. I mean, that that's really just what it is. Now, so what I'm saying is there are no easy answers at this point. So it's like, well, he did the right thing here. I'm like, well, I mean, I guess, relatively speaking, if you mean staying for two years as opposed to staying for 12 years, well, yeah, but yes. how much, yeah, yes. but, that, that, but how much more leverage? Because we all know men against 
and the men you named, they made this same mistake. So this is a mistake that... But she doesn't need five kids for that. Make but she doesn't need five... Okay, but she doesn't need five kids for that. It doesn't. She's already got as much leverage as she needs now. She doesn't need five kids for that. I mean, he fucked up, man. She's, but, she's got all the access you know, she needs now with just the one. She's got all the access she needs now. That's the real thing. She's got enough access now to make it where you get the divorce easy, do the child support so she can get back to the public image thing, and then just start wearing you out for the next 18 years. That's the real thing. She'll be cheering for you everything and just now I'm here to wear you out. Behind the scenes on the low, I'm here to just wear you out now. Every time you turn around, this is what it's going to be. If her money starts drying up because she's no longer Mrs. Jenkins, and by the way, do you ever think Mrs. Jenkins would be a prestigious name? Anyway, she's no longer Mrs. Jenkins. Dude, that's it. Like I'm just saying, she's already shown you what she's willing to do to get the bag and to get the safety net going to the age of 40. You'd be stupid to put anything past her now. I'll let you have the last word. I appreciate it, man. Uh, I just, you know, again, um, mistakes have been made, but when you make a wrong turn, it takes, you know, it takes a real man to admit to himself that I don't went down the wrong road and I need to go back the other way. And uh, like I said, he could have wasted years more of his life and he could have also been spending years more of his life explaining um, how his personal views on things meshed with his wives. And again, I think that uh, behind the doors, uh, I think that was probably, uh, you know, a big issue. And uh, if he's going to continue to stand on his name and his reputation um, as, a, as, as a rapper, as a, as a street dude, as a businessman, um, he was going to have to take a stand on whether he was fit to be G.C. Jenkins or he was going to be uh, Mr. Jenny Mai. So with that, my man, I appreciate the platform. Do your thing. Have a good night, brother. Thank you very much for giving us a call. Let me get a caller from Erico 908. You're on live. The business, what's your name? Where are you calling from? I'm from Jersey. My name is Miss um, Francois. And um, I saw this train wreck was going to be wrecked a long time ago when she was on the um, talk, when she said that she don't take nothing like dark blood left over, something, something to that effect, she said. And I said, brother, you in trouble. I'm a, I'm a, a seasoned woman, and um, I'm a sadist. And when I okay, said that, turn off, mother, turn I off like, your speakers, ma'am. Ma'am, turn off your speakers. So, You're not listening oh, on the phone. Sorry, you need to turn off your speakers. Okay, that's better? Okay. And I know this was going to be a train wreck. So I'm a seasoned woman, and I'm a little older. And I looked at this brother, and I was like, you in trouble. Because when that white guy she was married with, he wouldn't even give her a child. Then he going, she's going to go with somebody black. And well, then like I say, definitely, um, that, you're right about the dark meat comment. Uh, certainly, folks, should pay attention to those things and come back to bite you. Thank you very much for giving us a call tonight. Folks, turn off your speakers, by the way. Just confused. You'll be confused, and certainly is not going to be a good sound. So, let me get call from Erico four one zero. You're on live with the business. What's your name? Where you call it from? Uh, John from uh, Maryland, Baltimore. 
All right, John from Baltimore, what's on your mind? Um, you said that uh, a girl with tattoos, you know, she um, it's just a no-go zone. Like uh, this girl, uh, Jenny Mai, at all. It, um, I'm kind of the the one to see whether I um to go after a girl who has to have tattooed herself or or if I shouldn't. Maybe that's just not really a big deal. Why do you think that that's a big deal, essentially? Okay, I'll explain to you why it's a big deal. First of all, how old are you? I'm about 20, I'm 25, 24. Okay, you're about nothing. How old are you? 24, 24. Okay. And where do you see yourself at when you're 34? Uh, probably married, to be honest. Okay. Anything else? Uh, successful. Successful. Uh, successful. Can you be specific about what successful exactly your definition of successful is? Okay. Uh, uh, hopefully, you know, owning my own uh, company, tech company, um, owning my own tech company, you know, probably having a lot of real estate, um, a lot of influence, a lot of connections, uh, things along those lines. Okay. Well, certainly that sounds like a uh sensible goal there to have the reason why okay sir calm calm down sir calm down calm down now the reason why i asked you that was because that's what determines what type of female you should be trying to attract if you're telling me that currently you're looking towards building and having a life of exceptional value, well then, first and foremost, we have to ask ourselves, what type of female accommodates and enhances a man with those type of goals? But you don't wanna just own real estate, you wanna deal in real estate, that's the greatest woman. What type of female enhances your ability and then what type of female is an obstacle or a difficulty to that ability? And you see, if you can't spot those types of deficient character traits, if you can't spot those early, you're a dead duck. You're a dead duck. And that's the real issue. That is the real issue. So when you have a female who doesn't exhibit certain character traits, if you have someone who doesn't exhibit certain character traits, then that's a problem. And you need to be able to spot whether or not she's carrying traumas, whether or not she's carrying disciplinary problems, whether or not she's carrying sexual issues, unresolved daddy issues, sexual traumas, sexual imbalance and emotional imbalances you have to see those kind of things now that i've explained that to you 
my next statement will probably make a little more sense to you. When men experience emotional issues, we hurt other people. When women are experiencing emotional imbalances and issues, they hurt themselves. Marking up your body is a sign of emotional issues. Body desecration, putting permanent marks on your body because by definition, you're supposed to protect your body. That's not what they're doing. That's not what they're doing. That's the real issue. That's not what they're doing. Now, if you have a female who's marking herself up, that's a different matter. Do you think there's a problem with a female who sits there and marks up the body? Absolutely. But almost every girl my generation has has not true. Not true. Not true. Not true. Lie. No, not a lot of no, not a lot of them. The ones who catch your attention to. Yeah, thank you. The ones who the ones who catch your attention do. And let's be very, very clear, a female usually needs to be built a certain type of way. She wants to start wearing tattoos. Yeah, she's gotta have the package that goes with it, usually. Yeah, that package usually tends to attention. And what I'm saying is that you need to recognize that the female is using certain characteristics to get a conversation, to get things. But the markings on her show you what she's really trying to, uh, what she's really trying to gain. And the issues. And if you overlook those things, that's when you get into trouble. You're 24 years well, old, I, I, right now, I don't think you're evaluating females in a true way. I think you're evaluating them the way 24-year-olds do, whether or not you are physically attracted to her first and foremost. And while that certainly is a nice component to have, you've got to understand that females, that female knows whether men are attracted to her way before she met you. You're not the first guy she met. So if she's bold enough to be wearing tattoos, it's because she thinks that that enhances her beauty. And among the low-hanging fruit men, it does, because men understand that the woman who walks up her body is doing the issues. I agree. I 100% agree with you. Right. So you're not, you're not, okay, but here's my thing. Would, would you just, no, that's interesting, because the question you asked originally was, well, why would that be an issue? Okay, so. No, I, I, I don't, I don't, but I just, I, I, I just, it just, I mean, it just, it, it seems like things have changed so much in my, the people of my generation that, you know, it's almost like all, a, a lot of these girls have, have them, to be honest. A lot of them in my generation have them. Okay, but here's the thing, man, what you're supposed to do is see tattoos the way you see a chick with a baby, the way you see a chick with an STD, the way you see a chick with a nose ring, the way you see a chick with colored hair. Think what she's basically doing is wearing a t-shirt that says, I'm imbalanced. Marry me or get me pregnant at your own risk. 
So you should be glad that she's wearing her banner and her colors openly so that she's blatantly advertising where she's at in promotion. She's blatantly advertising it up front. She's not hiding it. That's a plus. As men, that's what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to look for obvious signs of disruption. And then recording it. Well, the, the, the thing is that, that with this girl, she says, you know, she has a, a good relationship. She's always talking about she has a great relationship with her father. You know, still with her father, she goes, you know, she goes to like the, the theater with her parents. They, they have an amazing, like a really good relationship, it seems. I mean, I just, it doesn't seem like, it doesn't seem like a dysfunctional relationship between, you know, the father Alrighty then. Okay. Folks, brother, I just did a program a couple of weeks ago about father doesn't know best. Okay, just a couple of weeks ago. No one cares what your father thinks. Clearly, you did not listen to that program. Do yourself a favor. Go back and listen to that program. I covered all this. Folks, I'm covering all this year by year. They're, they're just not paying attention to me. Brother, it doesn't matter what she thinks of her father. It matters what you think of her father. What if her father, it doesn't matter that her father is polite and isn't an axe murderer. If her father is a gutless simp, then is that the man you admire and want to be like? No. Okay, so it doesn't matter what she thinks of her dad. You're not evaluating him to be your husband or your father. What you are evaluating him as is a man. And if you notice that he's a simp, he lets the women run over him, he's not decisive, he's recessive, he's real soft-spoken, he spoils his daughter and gives her whatever she wants. That's why she's got a quote close relationship with him. But yeah, you start seeing that. Is he a disciplinarian? Oh, he isn't. You're supposed to be evaluating. It doesn't matter what she thinks of her father. Most children, even parents who abuse them, they got nothing but love and good things to say about them. We can't be, you can't afford to be the civil-minded brother. You can't be afford to be the civil-minded about this. You're supposed to already know it doesn't matter. Suppose she got a good relationship with the father. You all have sat up here and been misinformed for years. You've been misinformed for years by the folks that YouTube boosted their algorithm, handing out nothing but specious, ridiculous information because they're trying to wing it as they go along. I ain't trying to wing it. I don't give a damn what your relationship with your father is like. When you start keeping praise on your dad, just because your daddy is the bee's knees to you don't mean he is to me. For one reason, brother, that man ain't going to decide how I run my house. I don't give a damn what he does. I don't give a damn how, quote, unquote, good and upsetting citizens he is. He is not going to determine how I run my house at all. You might know the similarities between he and I. But I'm not looking to him for guidance. I already got my own programmation. I can't run my program the way you did. I can't do it like you. 
So you cool and everything. And furthermore, I'm not going to spoil your daughter. We don't have spoiled princesses over here. We have warrior princesses over here. I eat what I kill. A chick going to roll with me, she got to be able to hit the jungle. She doesn't have to be able to kill as much as I do or trap as much as me, but I don't have any room for, for kept princesses. You want to be a kept princess? Go grab the little simp nigga on his last leg. You over here with producers? Look here, get ready to hit the field. Because that's what's going to attract, that's what attracted me to you, is you have to hit the field. If you don't know how to do that, eh, you need some other, you need a nigga like your dad, a fellow who's just above average. Now that's what you need. And you go be happy with that. But the problem is when you all say she got a good relationship with her dad, that only counts if her father impresses you. Now, if you're impressed by her dad, you're like, wow, this is a stand-up dude. Well, okay, now that might make a factor, but even then it's not going to be the majority factor for me. So that's cute. That's great. That's wonderful. If her dad is weak and she has a great relationship with a weak man, that's not a plus. And if her dad is messed up and unreasonable and she has a great relationship with him, that's not a plus either. So what she thinks don't matter. What you think, that's what matters. Does that make sense? Absolutely. So right Absolutely. now, like I say, uh, you're, you're trying to make excuses and things like that, and I'm not here to tell you anything about the young woman except that she's got tattoos on her. You ignore those obvious warning signs at your own risk. Furthermore, where are her tattoos placed at? They're all over her arms. She has a sleeve? Yeah, uh, yeah, pretty much, yeah. Mm -hmm, pretty oh, much. Okay, does she have a sleeve on one arm or both arms? Both. Two of the, two of the, yeah, both, both, both of them. How, how old is she? She's, uh, 20, uh, here's her 21st, 24th, I believe. Where did you meet her? At a bar. What? She's a bartender. Damn. All right. Yeah, at a boy. Just Jason, I met a tatted a twenty-three-year-old tatted up bartender. Think I should marry her? Why, why show? I, I'm not saying I'm not married her. Jason, Jason, I met a 23-year-old tatted-up bartender. Who, well, she has a great relationship with the dad. Should I ask her out? Alrighty then. Yeah. Folks, these, these, these are the kind of questions in the 21st century we get. Jason, we what warning signs. Let me ask you about that right there. Run, you don't know. You don't know what to do. Does she have any kids? She has no kids, no. Has she ever been married? I don't believe so. You don't believe so, but you haven't done your due diligence to make sure. I, I, she's 23, year old, 23 years old. I don't think she's ever been married. 
Is she black or something else? Uh, she's a white girl. Where's what? Where is she from originally? Uh, she's from pretty much uh like the same area, no, like the one, like that area of Baltimore, DC area. Okay, so let me get this straight. You got a twenty-three-year-old tatted-up white chick from Baltimore who is a bartender. What could possibly go wrong? What what in the world could possibly go wrong here? Here's the here's the real issue, you all. Here's the real issue. How tall is she? She's like a she's a pretty like in shape girl. She's like a okay. Did I did I just ask you that? Now did you all see? Now he really just told himself psychologically. He just told himself. So I just want you all to understand. He told himself, sir. Answer the question. How tall is she? Five, about five, six, something somewhere around there. About five, six, somewhere around there. About how much do you think she weighs? She's a very petite, like a very in shape. She's very in shape. Yeah, there you uh, go. I can't, I can't talk how much she weighs. There, there you go. But but he, he was taking a look at them curves, and this white girl was mad. So let me go ahead and yeah, do this, she have that. sir. The she point, the point is, the first thing that I asked you how tall she was. And you didn't answer that question. Your mind took over and said, oh, she's in good shape. So in other words, you were physically impressed and attracted to her physically. To the point that even if somebody asked you how tall she is, you just bypassed that and went straight to, I like the way she was built. That's what I meant by you told on yourself. I didn't even ask you that. I didn't ask you how she was built. I asked you, how tall is she? And you went straight to how she was built. Yes, you just exposed what your priority is and what it was she did to get your attention, which is what I said the whole time. You just exposed it to the point that even if you're asked an, an irrelevant a, a question that is not germane to that, you just answer with how she looks. Oh, she built nice. Did she built right? You're like, I know she is. She got you talking stupid. Yes. I'm sure she is. She's got you blinded. So. You're sitting there looking at that, and it's so obvious what the hell is going on. It's very obvious. How long have you known this young woman? Uh, probably around nine months, something like that. Probably, probably around nine months. Yeah. And how long have you been dating her? I've not been dating her, because I've been apprehensive to really. She will, she, she, she kind of, she introduced herself to me, right? So I kept on going back to the same place, you know. She like, introduced, like, she introduced herself to you. Yes. Yeah. I can tell she liked me. Yeah. So, you know. and, and, and you don't, you're, you're not really an outgoing person with kind of guy. You keep to yourself. No, 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 no. I'm, I, I'm a pretty social person. Uh, sir, uh, sir, you've been stumbling and stuttering on this phone since you got on it with me. No, I'm a, I'm a social. Athlete. When you yeah, go I'm back, honest. sir, when you go back and 
replay this phone call because it will stay up on YouTube. When you go back and replay this phone call, you listen to the way you answered this phone. When I said caller from area code 410, you're on live with the business. You go back and listen to how much stammering and stuttering you were doing when you first called me. Take a look at how tortured it was for you to tell me what the issue was. Young man, I'm not guessing my way through this. I'm not guessing my way through this. No, I, I'm just quite unfamiliar with you. I mean, I'm unfamiliar. With I thought you were a social person. I'm a social person, but, you know, I'm just, when I talk to people on, on you know, broadcasts like this, you know, I'm trying to not come up as, you know, seeming stupid or, you know, okay, but that, that's you know, no different from me. So you're saying that it's harder for you to talk to somebody you cannot see on the phone than people that you meet face to face in person for the first time? No, 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 no. Okay, no. thank you. Yeah, I, I realize no. no, it doesn't work that way. Um, just face the facts. Face the facts. There are a lot of sociable people in that bar. Why would she approach you? She liked the way I, I looked at. I guess pretty much. I guess. That's your first clue, as I just said. You're clueless. Dude, if she was really digging you, and if you really knew why, you wouldn't be sitting up here talking about, I guess, you, you would already be able to say exactly what it was. Okay. And she would have made it clear to you. She would have made it clear to you what it was that she liked about you. She liked the way I looked. So what you're telling me is that you were the okay, best, you were the best looking guy who's walked in that bar all week. I guess so. I don't think so. No offense, young no offense, young man. No offense. I don't think so. I don't. So I I think is that she I think that she sees and hears what I see in here. You would do yourselves a favor if you go and look up the Dunning-Kruger effect. Now, you might be a little offended if you do look up the Dunning-Kruger effect. But the long story short about it is Dunning-Kruger was a study that was done that basically says that people who don't know always think they're smarter than they are. People who do know usually underestimate their intelligence. And in your case here, a little bit of flattery has got you thinking that we're a lot further along than we are. You have a white girl in Baltimore who works at a bar, and she approached you. Do you realize how many of those dimensions are actually anathema to the way the females move? Females only approach a guy that they see as weak and harmless. Females don't approach alphas. Not unless they find a safe way to approach an alpha. That's not the way that works. Well, she gives she gave me signals, and I was apprehensive to take the signals. I know, I and that's a and know. that's a turnoff to females, a male who is weak and apprehensive. Yes, sir, those are the those are turnoffs to a female of any age uh, I, I agree. because it demonstrates a lack of confidence. Confidence is a sexy thing for a female. You cannot be an alpha and also not show and display open confidence. And that's what I'm saying. This phone call is very clear that that's not you. Now, I'm not saying that as a knock. I'm just saying you need to be aware of what you, where you really stand and where you fall so that you can see when people approach you, what are their real motives? Usually the girl, it, it's not a good sign when you have to kind of point approach a girl. 
How tall? Let me find out here. Are you in college? Let me find here. Are you in college? I uh, graduated. Okay. Do you, have any school. Kid? Do you have any kids? No kids. Yeah. How tall are you? I'm about six two six three. There you go. Six two six three. Soft spoken. I'm not soft. I'm not soft. I won't tell I'm soft. Sir, I'm on the phone. I'm, with you. I'm on the phone with you. I'm on the phone with you. I'm not. I'm not taking this for somebody else's word for it. I'm on the phone with you. I'm on the phone with I you. Try to give as much, I try to give as much respect to the host as I possible. I'm glad to hear that. What I'm saying is that in an open room full of other males, that that's where you're going to fall in the category. That's where you're going to fall in the hierarchy. What I'm saying is black male, single. Six two or six three, so you have to hide the Will Smith. And I'm just saying, yeah, she she's like, yeah, this guy's gonna let me leave, and that's exactly what you've done. Now that how would she now that's that? an argument. How would she know that? The same. What? Listen to me, young men, young men everywhere. Listen to what I'm about to say to you, Jason. How is it that she could know that just by looking at me, dude? Females' ability to keep their heads attached to their shoulders is dependent on that. Females have much more interaction, in specific sexual interaction with males, way before males have personal, much less sexual interaction with females. Females start getting into sexual stuff, and I'm not necessarily saying intercourse, but they start getting sexually approached and everything when they're 13. I'm being nice when I spoke again. When they're in their teens. I'm talking about this. As soon as there's a team behind their age, something of a sexual nature is approaching her. By the time they get to high school, it's on and popping. If it wasn't the middle school, it's on popping and running. Which is why you have teenage girls getting pregnant. Meanwhile, the boys at the school can't kill them, can't find the dead when it comes to sexual access. So the girls have a huge head start on the boys. And the boys have this lag time that they have to deal with. So by the and y'all, I've been saying this now for months and months. For those of you listening recently, you know I've been saying this before. By the time you all are 23 years old, understand she's got almost a decade more sexual experience than you do. She's had way more partners, way more dates, way more approaches, way more interactions with the other sex. And she's had a few bad experiences in there that have taught her what to look out for. Especially if she's tatted up, she's had a number of rough, bad experiences. She knows the bad boys, she knows the, quote, good guys, and she knows how to play them, which is the most important skill that a female can develop, is the ability to appeal to a man. Now, we can use the word attract, we can also use the word manipulate and play. And the real goal is my first, Jason Black's first rule salesmanship, convince the customer that the decision to buy was his and not yours. You're on this phone talking as if this was your decision when you're literally saying she approached you. And what I'm saying is she could look at your face. Women get to a point, they look at your face and they can tell you ain't a guy with a whole bunch of sexual experiences. You're not a guy who's used to taking the lead. You're not a guy who's an alpha like that. You might be friendly and congenial. That doesn't make you the kind of guy who goes for a chick with tattoos or would be taking her to the tattoo shop to get his name for that's not you. So she's already brain typed you. Now, what you're stuck on is, well, she has to make assumptions to do that. Well, you're absolutely right. Whenever you're brain typing somebody, whenever you're profiling somebody, yeah, it does require assumptions. 
Will your assumptions be 100% accurate? Probably not. But if you studied it up, will they be more accurate than not? Probably will. And that's where you are. She's had enough men. She's dealt with enough of them. And at this point right now, she can see she can see the characteristics of a guy like that. Do yourselves a favor here, folks. If you're one of those chicks who know men, my folks is at Hartsfield-Jackson Airport in Atlanta. That's a place to hang out at. Get there way early and hang out for a while. And wait till them hoes, I mean the escorts from around that place, approach you. LAX, same thing. Um, DC and LaGuardia, same thing. They just did renovations up there in Kennedy, I think it was. Those chicks got to, uh, in Vegas, any of the any of the casino hotels, them chicks got to approach somebody. She got to make some money if she going to eat. Which means they have they can't afford to be stupid like most women. They have to learn. To, to be honest, I'm going to tell you the truth. There are multiple multiple girls in there, uh, multiple okay. bartenders in there. Now so he's interested in Okay, now he's trying to defend himself, which is why he's interjecting while the host is talking. Your ego is speaking like that. Right. Your ego is speaking. And you're supposed to be listening to learn. I'm not telling you what I think, I'm telling you what I know. You're the one trying to save his ego. And there's no ego to save, you just need to learn. Or you can continue doing what you're doing, but the very fact that you called tonight and I got these details and this just went downhill, just kept getting worse, that's your first clue that you're already on the wrong track. Females are not nearly as stupid naive about men as men like to tell themselves in the modern era that they are. We're not nearly as silly and naive about them. Not nearly as much as you would think. Fellas tell themselves that because that's a pleasing lie that they want to believe, that they want to hear. Because it tells them that they're in charge, they're in control. And what I'm saying is that only matters and counts if you're accurate and you're right. What if she's smarter and more cunning than you are? What if she is? you still tell yourself that everything's fine and everything's all right? Do you still tell yourself that because that's what you wish to believe? Because that makes you more comfortable doing what you're doing? I'm telling you, females learn that just like pimps learn it. A pimp learns that he can just look at a female and tell her whole life story by looking at her. Look at the way she's dressed. Look at her eyes. Does she make eye contact? Look at her clothes. Look at her makeup or lack thereof. Look at her hairstyle. Look at the purse she's wearing or lack thereof. All those things fit a particular profile. In reality, there are not millions of types of people. There's really only a few. The field of psychology would not exist if there were millions of types of people. Yeah, there are billions of types. Of, there are billions of people on the planet, but there's only a few types of people. <laughs> Even when they talk about whether you're a, you know, how you deal with other people, there's only three categories: introvert, <laughs> and If there were more, they would have cataloged them. In reality, people just like to believe that they're special. You know, they're a snowflake. In reality, no, you fit a profile. You fit a profile. And somebody doesn't have to take Psych 101 to be able to determine what the profile is. In her case, she's looking to get a certain thing from a man. She knows by looking at him, there's a certain type of man who carries himself a certain type of way who's going to fit what she's trying to get. And that, she suspects that could be you. Here's the real thing. It doesn't really matter. Why doesn't it really matter? It doesn't really matter because you ain't the only fellow she's talking to right now anyway. 
She's got a number of you she's talking to, and she's trying to, that's why she's throwing a bunch of lures out there and a bunch of lines, and she wants to see who's going to respond, and whoever is the best option who responds first, that's what she's going to go with. So you see, she doesn't have to hit it on the head about whether she's 100% right about you. She just has to be right enough. And then, of course, if you, you know, beat out the competition. Yeah, that, 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 that caught him in his crawl now, didn't it? No, I mean, I already knew that. The thing is, I already know that Okay. Well, here's the question then. If you already know that, then what are your plans or your designs on her? Uh, that's a good question. Okay, young man, either right I now you either right now you are being dishonest or you're a fool. Because you call me up asking very specific questions about her. Now you're saying I don't know what my designs are. Well, then in that case, it doesn't make any it doesn't make any sense to ask about it. If you don't have any intentions well, I, or designs towards her, what's the point of asking? I, I have intentions and designs if you know I'm I'm going to actually have a relationship with her. I should I, I should have a relationship. We should start something that's something serious. But um Thank I you. guess that's kind of thrown out. All right, thank you. Well, I'm not going to tell you whether it should be thrown out the window or not. I am simply saying you should be honest with yourself about exactly what you see. I am a firm believer in making our decisions in life with our eyes wide open. You see what's in front of you. You know full well if this is a white chick who lays up with a bunch of black dudes. You know full damn well if she's the low-hanging fruit and you figured, oh, it's my turn, and you just so struck and so, well, I'm just so good at this, when you know in reality it's just your turn. Now, you know full well if that's who she is. You know if that's what that is. So if you want to play this game yourself, by all means, go ahead and do that. I guess go ahead and once you get dumped on a few times, maybe it'll register to you, but you do correct recognize what she is and you see what that is and you know if she meets the characteristics of what I just described. And when, if you're trying to figure out have a relationship, it's like, okay, is she relationship material? I mean, you already know whether she's relationship material by relationship. That means what I said for you, is this the kind of chick who's going to help you get to multi-million dollars <laughs> of investment? No, 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 no. That took him a long time. That took him a long time. That took him a long time. You all know that. That took him a long time. Here's the thing. He doesn't, people can change, okay? You didn't listen to the very first half of my program. By the time they get in their 20s, it's setting their ways. Here's my real thing about it. You said people can change. So in other words, what you're saying is that the version she is right now is not the version you're satisfied with, but you will be satisfied with it if she can make some modifications before she's 28. I don't, I think she's a, I think she's a nice person. Yeah, that's nice, 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 subjective. 
do you think that she is capable of making wholesale changes to her personality within the next five to seven years what wholesale personality changes do you think she needs to make there you go I, I don't, there there you there you go and my whole point is if you're getting with someone with the expectation that they need to become someone else hear yourself Jason, I'm willing to take her so long as she becomes someone other than you. I like her so much, I want her to change into something she isn't. <laughs> that ain't gonna last. That's what you're saying. The requisite is of you being happy with her. I would be perfectly happy with her if she can change. Now, think about if she said the same thing to you. Uh, Mr. Jason, I would be perfectly happy with him if he could change. If he can become someone different. What did you just say? You don't like him the way he is. Oh, sure I do. Well, obviously you don't because you're saying the only way I can be happy with him is if he changes. I, I, I never said that I, I think she really needs to change because I think she's a nice person. She's You're the one who told me that people can person. change. You said people can change. Why do you need I agree. to? Why is that part of your I plan that people can change? <laughs> I'm saying I, I'm, I'm saying I, um, I don't think anything is totally wrong with her personality wise, but Okay, just, I'm, just I'm remember you're betting the farm on that. Just remember that. I agree. I agree. I don't think anything she seems like a nice classy person. No, she doesn't do any like wow she wow stuff like that. I mean she's on the job. Yes, because I'm nice sure because nice classy people have that tattoo sleeves. We live in a new world, man. <laughs> well, like I say, let me know how that turns out. In your new world. <laughs> let me know how that turns out. But you're making, just remember, you're making this decision with your eyes wide open. So. If you'd like to test the waters and see if you can change her with the time-honored tradition of misguided males everywhere, far be it from me to prevent you from this learning curve. So maybe you'll get some life experience out of this, hopefully nothing you can't walk away from, and nothing that you'll be stuck on for a decade or so. Here's what I want you to do. Go ahead and ask her out. By the way, do you have a car? Yeah. What kind? This is like a Toyota Camry. <laughs> Ain't no more. Alrighty then. Twenty-three-year-old white girl with a fit body. All right. Let me know how that goes. By the way, what year is your Camry? Twenty-twenty-one. Okay. He overpaid. On top of everything else, he overpaid. All right, young man. Well, 
Oh, I want you to I do mean, it. I, well, I want you to do. I'm serious. I want you to ask her out. I want you to ask her out. And see if you still feel the same way after you do. Simple enough? Yeah, of course. Okay. Of course. I want you to check back with me in 30 days and let me know what you learned. Simple as that. I agree. Thank you very much for giving us a call. Some folks just got to learn for themselves, I guess. Just got to learn for themselves. Boy, I'm telling you. Jason, I don't know. You know, she's, she's, how tall is she? She, oh, she got a fit body on her. Okay. Preoccupied. Preoccupied. But like it says, they can change, Jason. All right. Okay. You can see this one coming. You can see this one coming. So, batting down the hatches. Call from your code 347. You're on live with the business. What's your name? What are you calling from? Hey, what's going on, brother Jason? This is Lex from Brooklyn. Lex from Brooklyn, what's on your mind? Nothing much, brother. Great cops, great broadcast, as always, brother. I wanted to really highlight uh, the young brother from that was just on the last call. Um, if he's still listening, don't waste your time. Do not waste your time trying to change anybody. Jason is right. I made the great mistake of trying to do that in my early 20s, and it was a waste of time. Kevin Samuel's name, that's going to get all the men to drop their guard and let me on in because, and I'm just saying now, Kevin's name and his message is really being used as a Trojan horse by a whole bunch of chicks, just pearly, just squirrely things, and a bunch of others. So there are a lot of opportunistic, sly, sneaky, devious women all over the internet who are using that as a strategy. So when I hear his name now, I gotta check the paperwork on the bro and use it. Cause I'm like, okay, I know there's a lot of y'all out here running game right now. When the man was alive, y'all wasn't repping him like that. When the man was living, you weren't repping him like that. You wasn't hard body and, 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 and repping his name like that. Now, all of a sudden, like I say, is brother, I hear you, and I'm just going around. I'm, 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 in these, I'm, I'm saying, no, I'm saying, I'm listening to what you're saying when you mention him. When I, hear, when I hear a female say that, I'm just saying, now, here we are. And I'm like, eh, I'm, I'm not liking it, man. I'm not liking it. I hear what's going on. And most of these chicks now, they're bogus. They're bogus. And mm. fellas got to keep their eyes and their ears open. There's a lot of them who just figured that now that he's not here to check them. Because, you see, if he had to actually talk to them, he'd be like, yeah, you ain't right either. No, you running game. You're trying to get guys to lower their guard and drop their defenses. Yeah, you're not right either. Now, that's what he would tell them if he talked to them. But since he's not here anymore, and they are no longer threatened with being able to actually speak to him, 
Now is a different matter. Now is a different thing. But if he was still alive, they wouldn't be saying his name nearly as much as that. And I, can I ask you a quick, a quick question, Jason? So, for the young men who find themselves um, kind of getting caught in the habit of, oh, let me just try to like suggest some changes, whether it's introducing a workout routine. Let's say the brother's active, he has an active lifestyle. You see the chick he's dealing with, she doesn't necessarily that active, I don't like to work out. What do you suggest for the brothers out there that try to impose, you know, what that brother may seem as positive traits? Onto that person, but then don't, change. don't, 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 D O N T, don't. Biggest mistake that a male can think is that he's going to change a woman. Fellas, the only female that you quote unquote make those suggestions to is one who asked you. Remember, if she's motivated, if you're the man she wants to be with, then here's what Roll Tomasi and the rest of them don't understand about imprinting because they don't get it. They they uh, they they kill these terms but don't understand what they actually mean. Imprinting means that she wants to be like you. You see, you are water and she's the vessel, she's the container. So when you pour yourself into her, she's supposed to take whatever shape that is. It's actually backwards there. You're the vessel, she's the water. You're the vessel, she's the yeah. water. If she pours into you, she's supposed to take on your shape. Because she wants to be like you. You see, that's the difference right there. You can be a million-dollar simp. You can be a six-figure or a seven-figure or an eight-figure simp. Plenty of them. The difference is you're just a guy that a female wants to separate from his resources. So in other words, it's like a bank heist without having to bring a gun. If a female desires you, she wants the whole damn package. She's like, yeah, yeah, the money is nice, but are you coming with it? Because if I don't get you with the money, I don't get the status. The status is more important than anything. So you see, if, if the money doesn't come with you, I don't want it. I, the, the bag only has the value of the man. Otherwise, she tries to figure out how to separate the two of you. So you can be a million-dollar simp, and all she's really going to do is take advantage of it if it's available to be taken advantage of. If it's available. Fellas got to keep their heads on straight about that and recognize whether or not, eh, is that really what she's here for? What did she come for? Did she come to come up and get a grip? A lot of guys who are doing that and trying to make that a substitute for actual accomplishment. Fellas don't have real competence, you throw your money out there. And that's not a substitute for status. Women want status. They want the status that comes along with that. They want the status that goes with that. And if you are fundamentally weak, you change how they feel about that. So imprinting yourself on a woman means that she wants to be like you. I made this analogy before, not analogy, I made this um, example before. When a woman likes you, she smiles while she's driving the car you bought. But when a woman really loves you, she wants to drive your car. I got nothing but full-size SUVs. All my girlfriends want to drive those. 
even when I bought newer vehicles. They like the newer ones, but every once in a while they grab my damn key bomb. Off she goes. When a female is digging you as a man, she likes wearing the clothes you bought, but if she really digs you, she wants to wear yours. Especially if you're bigger than her. So you walk around the house, and next thing you know, she's wearing your damn t-shirts like sleep shirts. I told y'all I got shirts to this day chicks done run off with. Never gonna get them back. Never gonna. If I see one more chick, send me a picture of one of my t-shirts like a hostage video wrapped around their damn pillow. Fellas in the chat room, give me the shirt emoji. If you done lost a few shirts to a broad who she was digging you and like, that's it, nigga, you, you going shirt shopping because y'all might have broke up. It's like, damn, my favorite shirt was over in her house. I might have to like, OJ and break in. But what I'm saying is when a female really digs you, dude, she wants that. She's like, okay, I can, I can buy a shirt for me anywhere. I can only get yours from you. So I'm trying to get that. That's, that's, the, that's the imprint I'm looking for. I want that. I want that. So when a female imprints, when you are, when a female is imprinted by you, when she sees that you work out and you keep staying up the code, she wants to start doing that. That's in her. First of all, it is already in her. If it's not already in her, it's not going to help you tell her she's to do X, Y, Z. If she approaches you like that, now you can go ahead and start doing some things in that direction. And even then, she's got to take the lead. She got to get up every day and do that herself. That's not something you're supposed to stand her ass about. Mm-hmm. She's going to get everything into herself. So I would say to you, absolutely not. If you have to suggest it, it ain't going to work. If she's already pretty good or she's already lived, if you want a female who prioritizes that, get a female who prioritizes that before she mm-hmm. met you. You know why? Because you know you ain't never going to fight with her about doing that. And you're not going to have to remind her to stay diligent make that a priority. That was already what she was doing. Fellas, if you go try to find a damn fixer-upper, well, she's alright. If I can get her motivated to do more, dude, she wasn't motivated for 10 years before she met you. As far as she's concerned, what I brought was good enough to get you. Why do I have to remind her about changing? How you gonna tell her she has to change? She's like, nigga, it was good enough to get you. Okay, you don't like it, but you've been gripping the hips all this time. That didn't stop you from doing that. So fellas got to understand how they move and the message you're really sending. If you want a hard body chick, my suggestion is you get a hard body chick. If you want a chick who's already fit and good to go, get one who's fit and good to go. If you want a chick who values going to the gym, get a chick who values going to the gym. That means she's already there. And because if you don't, your only other option is hopefully you're a magnetic enough personality and she desires to emulate that because that is a part of you. But that's a roundabout way of doing it. I don't really think that's the best way of doing it. That's a roundabout way. Fellas need to just take this stuff seriously when we first hear it. When you first meet a chick and she tells you, when you ask her whether she likes working out, this, that, and the other, Man, you know full well that she's in the shape she needs to be. If she tells you she goes to the gym four days a week, and you're looking like, okay, I see you four days a week. Take it for what it is. Stop telling yourself that it'll get better. Take it for what it is. To all my chicks in the chat room, by the way, a nice program here. 
All my fitness chicks in the chat room tonight. All my fitness chicks. Give me the bicycle emoji in the chat room. For all my chicks who go to the gym at least three days a week. If you're a chick, if you're a chick who goes to the gym and you're a fitness trainer, give me the bicycle emoji and the diamond emoji together. Give me the bicycle emoji and the diamond emoji together. Brother James, before I land my play, I also just want you to touch a little bit more on the, the, the earlier in your, in your broadcast about um, if the woman essentially has like some sort of mental issue. When you mentioned that she, um, Janine, Janine, whoever Gigi's ex-wife is about to be, um, when you mentioned that she had some sexual history or some sexual trauma and that, you know, that was just already a red flag, but that might have been more announced later on in the relationship how do you suggest brothers moving or kind of just like maneuver in that situation maybe it wasn't privy to you that she's carrying all this trauma and then she drops the bombshell on you how do you suggest brothers moving in that regard especially if they're suggesting therapy as a solution or if not just step away completely first of all let's stop this lie that females snuck up on you let's stop that Females do not sneak up on you. Fellas see exactly what the hell they dealing with. Dudes see exactly what the hell they dealing with. I'm so sick of that. Brother, we know what we dealing with. You know full well if that white girl is a girl who just deal with niggas. Did you just deal with niggas? I sure did. Deal with it, nigga. You know full well if that's the white chick who does that. You know damn well if that's the Asian chick who does that. You know damn well if you're dealing with a Marjorie Harvey, she get down with street dudes. You know damn well if that's the case. You know it is. You know yeah. it is. Yeah. So what I'm saying is, I'm, I'm just telling fellas in the 21st century, y'all gotta stop playing this bull job. Let's just keep it 100 and put it on the bricks. If you like hoes, go ahead and deal with the hoes. But what I'm saying is where you get confused is when you start telling yourself it ain't what it is. You, you're you're going to always be a sucker if you're unwilling to admit that that is what it is, that that's what you're dealing with, that that's who she is. You're telling yourself this is wife material. No, this is whole material. And you will not be honest about what it is you really see. Tell us know what the hell they be getting into. You know damn well if she was a stupid bimbo. You, you know damn well, like the fellow just called in, you know damn well if your real lord was, look, she got a badass body on her, Jason. Okay, I'm not begrudging you snuggling up to the broad. I'm not begrudging you that. But I'm saying is stop pretending it's something else. Stop pretending it's something else. Because you know that's not what it is. You know full well all you really want to do is get next to the broad. All you want to do is get next yeah. to her. If that's what you yeah. want to do, what I'm saying is you got to keep it, keep it pimptastic. If all you want to do is get next to the broad, you need to be clear with yourself. I'm just trying to get next to her. I see she ain't white material. She damn barely girlfriend material. I'm just trying to get next to the broad just to see what the experience is like. If that's your answer, hey, let it be what it's going to be. But be clear with yourself because otherwise you're going to be talking about, I'm going to be a girlfriend of her. But that's not even really what you want. Now you're going to pursue the girlfriend angle because you told yourself that's what she needs to be. 
because you refuse to be honest about what she was, she's going to start getting you confused. And you know what? I can be bold to jump off. Maybe you get in. Maybe you change. And there's where you go. Look, dudes know what they get into. You know full damn well if you're dealing with a Gushika. You know full damn well if you're dealing with some stuck-up PhD chick. You know full damn well if you're dealing with a single mom. You know full damn well if you're dealing with a white girl who chases black dudes. You know full damn well what you're getting into. You know full damn well if you're dealing with a square nerd chick and you're just like, look, Jason, I've been living on bread water for two years. If I can knock down this little crazy little thing over here just for some relief. You know what you're doing. And I don't like the fact that fellas try to pretend that they don't see it from the jump. You know exactly what you're doing. You know exactly who she is. You see exactly what it is. You got ulterior motives. You don't want to just be honest about what it is. And this is how fellas get caught up. And also, and yeah, I'm going to say it. I'm absolutely going to say it. And deal with it, nigga. This is why females have such a culture today of getting over on dudes. Because you get to a point, fellas, you get to a point where the women are just tired of y'all sitting up here lying all the damn time. And next thing you know, they're just like, well, damn it, the gloves are off. It's a dirty fight and ain't none of us playing fair. So she's just going to be like, hey, if the rule is we, we all go lie, well, let's get this lying started. And off we go. We have a whole better environment if the fellas, if the males would get some damn fortitude about themselves and just keep it real and just say, hey, baby, this is what it is. Y'all hear me all the damn time behind the microphone steel. I tell y'all right now, look, I ain't, I'm not exclusive. I ain't trying to be exclusive. Could it happen? I don't know if I get hit by a meteor or something. Anything could happen, but that's not really what I'm trying to do. Side chick, my side chick applications are on file. I've never changed that. You know what? I don't have to. And you know something else? My DMs are always popping. I ain't, you know why? Because females freaking appreciate that and respect that. You know why? Because you ain't trying to lie to her and get over on her. You're giving her the ability to make a choice. The nigga that lied about it, she ain't upset with him because he talking to another bro. She's upset because you lied to her. Now she wonders how how much else you lying about. If you would just come in the damn door and sit it like that, she's like, oh, okay, this a real nigga. This a real nigga. Okay, it is what it is. And if your value is up to code, she's like, I can knock them other broads off. Whether or not she can or can't, I don't know. I can knock these other broads off. But that's when she's when the chicken's dealing with the real niggas, they done dealt with so many fake dudes all over the damn place. When they meet a real nigga, it's like a breath of fresh air in, in a landfill. She's like, let me suck this up. I might not get this again for another three, four, five years. Do you all know how many black women there are today? Listen to me right now, today, they're in their 40s and 50s or 60s. And most of the men they talk to are lying asses. Straight up. These dudes are in their 50s, 60s or older. Straight up lying asses. Lying about every damn thing. I'm just telling you, it's like a breath of fresh air. If they meet a fellow who ain't just bogus, phony. And it's crazy to have those in their 40s, 50s, and 60s acting like that. But this is the landscape today. I got to just read the mail to the fellas. The females will sign off with everything I'm saying. I read the mail to the fellas. They meet them all the time. They meet them all the time. So if they meet a dude who really just straight up, it is what it is. Hey, old boy pulls up. He's in his Range Rover. He's in his G-Wagon or whatever. And he ain't giving her the, 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 the princess speech. They're like, hey, this is what it is. You know, I got somebody I'm talking to right now and everything. I want to get you to know me. All right, let's see what happens. 
she's going to respect the fact that when she asks you, are you seeing somebody? It's like, yeah, um, you know, we've been going through some things, but I'm thinking I might need to charge in the game. We just we check to see how they go. She will appreciate that. Why ain't you did that? Ooh, I don't want to talk to me and do this, that, and the other. Like, baby, you wouldn't. Have, if, if that was an issue, you wouldn't have talked to me in the first damn place. Now that's how a real man responds. When the female says that, says, yeah, you wouldn't have stopped talking to me in the first damn place if that was an issue. Let's be very, very clear about that. You wouldn't have stopped talking to me in the first damn place if that was an issue. So let's let's not do that one. Furthermore, you done got distracted. You worry about somebody else. You need to worry about your position on account of the fact I can upgrade you. Just by standing here, I'm upgrading you. Like this nigga got gone. I like him. Did you get that? This nigga got gone. Yeah. I like him. And next thing you know, now you're talking about, oh, that's them bad boys and this, that, and the other. I'm just saying, now you're talking stupid. These be the kind of guys that fellas want to hate on and whatnot, but guess what? The fellas don't, the thugs, the drug dealers, he keeping it real. He's like, hey, look, I'm not going to stun him. I'm really not. I'm really not. It's, look, this is what it is. This is the program I got. Is you going to plug into the program? If not, you're wasting my time. Please move aside. There's 10 more behind you. Please move aside. And what I'm saying is the number one thing that fellas are, you know, underestimating today is the fact that women don't like being lied to. Just go ahead and tell them what the damn truth is. And here's the crazy part about it. Even if she says no the first time, she'll be back around. If your value is up to par, she'll be back around. But the other thing is you should never be so desperate to get one chick. That's right. That's another problem. You should never sort of be like, I gotta get that one, nigga. Why? <laughs> but brother Jason, you you can say it's you know, a white bitch. I mean, that's I ain't trust no white bitch. Well, I mean, most males, most yeah. males today are in a drought. Most males today are desperate. Most males today are just trying to get anybody fit in. Most males today don't have a damn clue. And most females can see it. She can see if you're fake and phony. She can see if you pretend to be something you're not. There's a bunch of dudes out there today driving expensive cars thinking that they camouflage is their lack of confidence. Here's the problem, Nick. You got to get out of that car at some point. At some point, you got to get out of that car. And when you do, everything's going to be clear that you and the car don't match. Now, that's going to be the problem. You get out that car and she sees that you and that car don't match. That car is the picture of confidence, but you aren't. You just think you're going to wear it like a jersey. And that's when the chicks are like, oh, we see you. So I'm a firm believer. Man, just keep it real. Keep it straight. She's going to change the way she deals with the world life if your value is where it's supposed to be. You ain't going to have to pull tug or anything else she's trying to prove to you that she should keep her spot that's the reason why a man has to make it clear i didn't say you have to have them but you need to make it clear to a woman yeah i got options and having options doesn't just mean you know you she can look at you and see that having options means every once in a while there's a female just in, in proximity just so she knows by the way just in case you get any thoughts in your head that if you don't show up tonight, everything's derailed. Just in case that ever looks through your little puny brain, don't get too big on yourself. By the way, women respect that too. <coughs> a woman respects a man who takes what he wants. If a woman has to approach you, it better be because you were doing something really magnetic. 
And if she does approach you, it ain't supposed to be but one damn conversation. Now, there's the other part about it. It ain't supposed to be just but one damn conversation. That's it. If you got to have five and six and 10 and 12 conversations before she knows what the agenda is, you ain't got an agenda. A female appreciates and respects a man who's got a damn agenda. So she knows whether or not we need to continue this conversation. You know what you're doing? You're respecting your time. If all you want is sex, then the conversation <laughs> needs to make that clear at some point on the first conversation. Because here's the thing. She knows if she's going to have sex with you from the first minute she talks to you. True. Once again, this is basic female psychology. You all have heard this for years and years, but men don't act like it. A woman, stop trying to circumvent the damn secretary. If a woman's going to have sex with you, she already knows that within the first 60 seconds she's talked to you. She done all that faking and jiving and <laughs> you're doing, all that's going to risk doing is offending her. Because now she's like, okay, you're trying to finagle into it. She's like, I already know if I'm going to do it. The only thing you're going to do right now is talk yourself out of it by trying to be something you're not and insulting my intelligence. And that's why most dudes are in a drought. They listen to pickup artists. They listen to Red Pill. They listen to Rolo. And then they walk into a female and they're corny as hell because you're not yourself. You're not real. They want to go to the gym and work out. I've seen more dudes go to the gym and work out. Someone taking steroids. Okay, dude, but as soon as you open your mouth, she's going to see the, ooh, the body and the personality don't match. You're just a really awkward dude who goes to the gym. Just like there's a bunch of awkward females who go to the gym. And what you want to do is be real and have a real personality. So if all you want, that's why I say, fellas, kill me with this stuff. And by the way, never heard fresh and misfit of the rest of the best people being Jason talking about this stuff. Yeah, because they don't know. If a chick wants to have sex with you, you ain't got to beat around the bushes about it. That don't mean you walk into her, hey, what you doing tonight with the draws? That's not, no. And what I'm saying is that she wants to know that you're, what your level of interest is. <laughs> Although some females you can do that with. She wants to know what your level of interest is. The bottom line is, if that's all you want, she if she's good with it, she's good with it when she first talked to you. It doesn't take a whole lot of arm wrestling. It doesn't require that. If it does, Houston, you have a problem. So if you want sex, you can do that. Just be straight up. If you can't be straight up, that's because you're afraid that the sexual attractiveness is not there. If you're afraid the attractiveness is not there. Yay! You beat around the bush. The fella sitting up here talking about this chick at the bar. I'm like, dude, are you serious? She got tattoos up and down her arms. Somebody should have, I'm not saying he should have laid up with her, but I'm just saying, can't you see she's good to go? Already? What are we doing talking? If that's all you want. That's yeah. why I said, dude, you soft-spoken, you're recessive, you shy, you meek. I know you are because from the moment you got on the phone, it's obvious you're just trying to get near the bro. Fine, but you ain't acting like it. You ask me if it's okay to. And that she sees that. So she's talking to you and seven other dudes, and you're at the bottom of that list. But she wants to keep you interested because women know to keep a beta around because betas bring funds without demanding sex. Betas bring resources without demanding sex or submission. And that's why females always keep beta orbiters around because they give up resources <laughs> without extracting anything in return. It's free money, it's free attention. Is free gifts, is free everything. And women know this. Every single woman in this chat room knows, yeah, they got some betas they keep around because that's what women do. 
Fellas need to make it harder. Need to make it a lot harder. Because they're messing up things for everybody else in that regard. At least they're messing up things for themselves. But just understand if, if whatever the agenda yeah. is, a female is looking to acclimate to that. She's looking to for the right man. She's looking to get into a program and she's going to make the changes in her life because she is competing for you. Men compete for resources and status. Women compete to be with a man with resources and status. She competes to be what he wants. Simple as that. I'll let y'all last. I appreciate everything, Jason. Yeah, Brother Jason, I appreciate everything. I broadcast tonight. <laughs> My young brother, definitely take some advice from his game. You know, Jason's been shooting it out for years, man. But B1, wish you all the best, Brother Jason. Thank you. Thank you very much for this call tonight here. Yeah, I mean, it really isn't rocket science here. Fellas know what they get into. Fellas know what they're dealing with. Look, if you're dealing with hoes, if that's all you want, fellas, just be straight up about it. Okay, we're dealing with hoes. No need to be around the bush. But then again, you shouldn't have any complaints either because there are too many females out there giving up sex on a whim for that to be a damn complaint. The real issue is most of these guys today are too lame to even get the hoes to respond. That's the real problem they have. The red pill wouldn't exist if most of these guys weren't Sissy-fied mama's boys who can't even get any female of any value to respond. Hell, they can't even get the low-value ones to respond. What I'm saying here tonight, you notice the females are not doing a bunch of arguing with me in the chat room. Did you notice that? They're not doing a bunch of arguing with me in there. Yeah, because it's the truth. These women would appreciate it if it was just like that. It's like, hey, fellas, if I'm if I'm digging you sexually, I ain't going to say nothing. I'm not going to sit up here and advertise it on Facebook, but if I'm digging you, Nigga, it's going down. She's like, you're supposed to be able to pick up when I'm digging you. The fella's talking to the chick from the bar, and then he's still calling me up asking what he should do. Dude, that's why she got other dudes on her phone. Because when she threw you the signal, you dropped the ball. That's why she did that. Fellas, if you want a relationship, like I said, you got to bet the female better. When you approach a chick who's not relationship material and you sitting up here offering her a relationship, she's like, this nigga, ooh. He's offering a relationship. This nigga's dumb. Not gonna have that. Now you're insulting her intelligence. And if you're a fellow who isn't going to be able to upgrade her life and you're looking to take up large amounts of her time because she sees that what the hell you going to do. Look, a female doesn't want to give exclusivity to a guy who doesn't offer an upgrade unless they're hoes. Hoes have sex for fun. Do what you do. Everything else, she doesn't really want to give you a whole bunch of her time unless there's going to be an upgrade involved. Your job is to make sure is she worthy of the upgrade. If she is, okay, let's go ahead and do that. If she's not, eh, tell me, you're really a hoe. You're just kind of in delusion. You're kind of in denial of where you are. So, yeah. But it doesn't take a whole bunch of lying and beating around the bush and making up things and pussyfooting and subterfuge and camouflage. It doesn't take that. Just come straight up the middle. Come straight up the middle. Be who you are. They will respect you. But there's a problem with what I just said. <laughs> be who you are. And that's wonderful advice, but what if what you are is a simp? What if what you are is weak? What if what you are is timid? What if what you are is scared? 
What if what you are is unconfident? Now what? Is Jason saying just be yourself and be who you are? Well, great advice, but what if what you are is division? Now what? Unless somebody is doing something to the children. Now, if somebody's doing something to the children, you have my permission to get up and leave. Everything else, don't ask me for that because I'm not going to tell you to do that. What I am going to say is, hey, if you're in for a penny, you're in for a pound. If you're in for a penny, you're in for a pound. So just recognize if you do choose a chick and she's got issues and you two are a mismatch, but you color struck or you chasing something different, you clout chasing, or you think you're going to sit up here, you know, and, and color chase, okay. Just remember, you got to take that and everything that comes with it. You're going to have to take that and everything that comes with it. Right now, this chick is 44 years old, and you're getting ready to send her back into the sexual marketplace as an Asian female in America with a kid? By Jesus? Fool. I'm not going to say that she's going to make this a hard deal. <laughs> I don't think that's going to be the case, but I do think that she is going to, over the years, she's going to drag you. I do think over the years, she's going to drag you. She is not going to be thrilled and pleased to be walking back out in the sexual marketplace with your kid because the next man, the bottom line is Jeezy was the last train leaving. Jeezy was the last train leaving. She wants, if you're going to get a multimillionaire, this, this, this was it. If you're like, hey, look, my requisite is a man with the bag. Baby, this was it. This was it. This is it. He's not looking. Ain't nobody else sitting up here looking to figure out how to take care of Jeezy's kids. This is it. You got to be in it to win it. Somewhere along the line, you did something that has grossly offended <laughs> you. On the one hand, it's like, okay, Jeezy left. But on the other hand, eh, dude, fourth baby. Fourth baby, y'all. Fourth baby. My folks just taught me don't start something you can't finish. True. There's a lesson in this for a lot of y'all. A lot of you and your relationships, you are mismatch. You know full damn well you two are not a match. You know full damn well somebody is being sneaky. You know full damn well it ain't right. I just... Because she's a white bitch. You can't trust no white bitch. Shanine, you need to refresh your browser, baby. I asked that question like 20 minutes ago. She just now posting a bicycle. Baby, I asked that question 20 minutes ago. <laughs> I suppose the stream is slow down there in Nicaragua. <laughs> yeah, baby, you might want to refresh that stream. You might want to refresh that. I'm just saying. You might want to refresh it. Am I late? Bicycle. <laughs> Although I am glad to see that we have so many females in here tonight who um got their bicycles and their diamonds. I didn't know we had so many trainers sitting around here. Hell. Might have to put some of y'all to work. We'll see. Some of these other chicks here. Where the hell's Icy Kitty? You're trying to keep up with her. 
All right. Well, like I say, folks, I want to go ahead and touch on that. Lessons will be learned here. I'm not condemning anybody, but um, this is a teaching moment tonight. This is a teaching moment. I want to thank everyone who's tuned in tonight's program. If you are new here to the business, welcome to the program that all your favorite YouTubers love to hate watch. Click that red subscribe button. Click that yellow notification bell and join us each and every time that we're here. If you haven't joined our patron, the link is in the description. Definitely go ahead and check that out as well. We'll be doing it here tomorrow as we do every Saturday, 12 noon central time. So you're definitely invited to go ahead and join us from there as well. I want to thank all of you for joining us on tonight's program. Thank you for watching live or recorded. Thank you for liking, subscribing, and sharing. Thank you to everyone who has contributed to the program on Cash App, Super Chat, <laughs> Venmo, the man Black Voltron has been on the set as always. Serenity. Does Serenity have a bicycle and a diamond next to her name too? I don't believe you. You need more people. Project Leroy, J0912. Famously Black, and everybody else here, thank you very much for your support, Mr. SF Black. And this concludes this broadcast of the business. I am your host, your brother, your humble servant, Mr. Jason Black. And until next time, my brothers and my sisters from around the world, remember, handle your business or your business will handle you. Thanks.